it's a good day for everyone, especially us at the Football Foundry. Liverpool lost, but we'll get on to that shortly. Ah. <laughs> the sigh of relief. We are, Ooh. of course, the Football Foundry, and we are sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. My name's James, and this is Matt. Hiya. Hiya. You all Hiya. right? Yeah, I'm great. You? Yeah. Not good. too bad. Good, not good, too good, bad. Good. Before we do go anywhere, Matt, let's yes. quickly mention about Daniel Sturridge. Not so, even... this morning... It basically emerged that he'd mutually terminated his contract with the Turkish side Trabzonspor, and I sort of started thinking, you know what? Maybe emergency signing for Jose at Spurs, hmm? Yeah, possibly could have worked. And then, literally about five minutes before recording this, we get a notification through from Sky Sports yeah. as per correcting us. <laughs> Um, because he's been banned from worldwide football after being found guilty of breaching FA's gambling regulations. Naughty boy. Why do footballers need to gamble? Like, I don't Why, get the, it. The thing that I, I don't understand is they move to a lesser club and then gamble. I don't know. So, so like, you always find that they're, they're somewhere not in the... the media's eye so to speak you know yeah. like constantly in stories and things like that and then they they gamble so, and then they always get found like it's it's dumb Stupid. i don't get it i don't get it don't get it at all uh but we can't talk because we put a bet on every week so. yeah but we're not filthy rich <laughs> like daniel Sturridge. we need the money true. he doesn't true we do need it so that hundred and fifty thousand pounds that has been fined if someone wants to slip that out here that's fine would not I'll say no that. <laughs> uh, who am I? Anyway, it's back you're again James King. for another week. I am James King and you're Matthew Clark. I am. Um, it is back. Um, so, we'll start off with a listener one, which Matt's kindly prepared, which before recording, I honestly struggled with. So, good luck to everyone out there, because this is a tough one. Like, tough. So, yeah, if there's any Cross- duplicates, I apologise in advance, but I'm pretty I don't sure think this is... is- Top. I think it's solid, and if anyone gets this, fair play to you because I I struggled a lot. Um, argue, well, most definitely the hardest one we've done yet. So it is Ramadal Falcao, Pierre Emile Hoiberg, who's popped up a few times in these. Yeah. Not gonna lie, fan favorite. Um, man. yeah, and uh, Wojciech Chesney. So three players there. The player you're looking for has played with all three of those. Yes. Good luck. You need it. Um, just a quick run through the, the leaderboard so far. Listeners obviously on five. Matt's on five. I'm on four. Yay. Um, Dean Proud got two. Ash Barwick's on two. Carl Nuttall's on two. And then we have Matt Anderson on one and Shahib Hussain on one. So it's still all to play for. Get your answer in first and you get the point. The only reason there's more points at the moment is because of when I make boo-boos, I have to give points out across the board because yes. I'm an idiot, yes. basically. Uh, so, yeah, that happened. Uh, Matt, would you like your three players? Yeah, go for it. No problem. So, we'll start things off nice and easy with Edna Stevens from uh, Sheffield United, of course. Okay. Grant Hanley of right. Norwich. And goalkeeping legend... Paul Robinson. So not the fullback. 
not the fullback <laughs> goalkeeping legend, as I had to clarify to you earlier. <laughs> um, and who are my three players? Uh, Charlie Adam, Caesar Azpilicueta, and Alessio Romangali. Awkward, but okay. Um, awkward? Why awkward? The Romangali one is just sort of like... Left field? Yeah, a little yeah. bit. We'll come back to them later anyway. Okay. Just a quick refresher for the listeners. Falcao, Hoiberg and Chesney. V- very good look, very good look. You're going to need it. <laughs> um, but on into the Champions League. Man City only went and beat Real Madrid. Good. Well... They need to win it this year, don't they, really? The Champions League, so they need to go full flat out for it. But great result yeah. for them. Great one result. 1-0 down as well at, at Bernabeu. That is not a hard thing to... Uh, turn around. Not an easy thing, sorry, yeah. to turn around. Oh, yeah. That's right. So, fa- fair play. And Kevin De Bruyne, what a game. Well, the boy's class. Pretty <laughs> simple. A a, scored a penalty as well, man. I know. Manchester City scoring penalties. All they have to do is get Aguero off him. And everyone else. <laughs> and Jesus. And Gundogan. And Mahrez. Um, <laughs> and <everyone>. Sterling. <laughs> uh, I'm, in a way, though, I'm kind of good because Edison. I wanted him to... Yeah, I wanted him to miss. Because Ed, Edison was next, like, surely. Unless Otamendi or Stones were going to step up as something like Stones can't stand up straight, let alone take a penalty, so... <laughs> Speaking of not being able to stand up, Laporte's gone again. Yeah. Tough. Tough for City. But they need to buy centre-backs. They know this they now. Do. They need to buy defenders. Need to. That That's the area that needs improving. It's clear. Yeah. Like, summer, they need. I think they need to get rid of Otamendi and Stones. I think yeah, they need to I, go. I don't know what Stones... He'll end up at Everton or somewhere in. John Stones, I'll see it. <laughs> back, back, at, back at his former yeah. club. I reckon he will. I reckon he'll be back at Everton. Good, good shout, to be fair. Um, but yeah, defenders are a must for City. Yeah. Uh, and in London, it didn't go too well for Chelsea. Game yeah. beat 3-0 by Bayern. They got flattened. Yeah, London is still red, according to Serge Gnabry. Oh, yeah. Can't stop scoring there, can he? He's crazy good. Couldn't even make crazy it at West good. Brom. But now smashing well, it up for Bayern Munich. Tony Pulis, the, the monsieur that he is. <laughs> Wow. Messiah, even not Monsieur. <laughs> Don't know what that is. Is Disney um, own city? <laughs> Shake Monsieur. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, but yeah, Tony Pulis reckoned it wasn't good enough for West Brom. Sent him back to Arsenal. Arsenal, like, mm, let's get rid then. Let's take Tony Pulis' advice and get rid. Now he's. Uh, yeah, he's done them well. Top German talent. That, yeah, that could have been a good Absolutely event, destroying that. Chelsea, and they were. Or Serge Gnabry. Well, it's not one of our answers, <laughs> so. There's a free yeah. one for you guys. It ain't <laughs> Serge Gnabry. Yeah, <laughs> that one rolled out straight there you go. Um, But yeah, I, I can't see Chelsea uh, getting back into that at all at Lions Arena. Chelsea are not in good form at the moment, and yeah. He's got to go to the Allianz and buy him with... Pff, it'd be another 3-0, I'd say. I can't if see not that. more. Yeah, exactly. 
It'd be like the times when Bayern hummed Arsenal in the Champions League, like leg after yeah, leg after leg. It'd be, I think it's going to be the same here for Chelsea against them. Arsenal always used to draw Bayern and they always used to get battered by them. Just by the way them. they went. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's all the other London clubs, so at least Arsenal got some joy out of it. Yeah, well. Yeah. <clears throat> Carabao Cup final, anyway. Manchester City win their third in a row. Pep is loving life. Um, but just before we do go anywhere, can this still be a successful season for Pep? Champions League. league. So if they win the Champions yep. League and successful Carabao, season, yeah. yeah. If, they win, if they win the Champions League, it's a very successful season for them still. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree. I'd agree. Champions League priority. Yeah, has to be. Um bit to the game anyway. Villa did not let City's class get to them one bit. They held strong, mounted that fight back, and to be fair, made a decent showing of himself. They didn't look like a side in a relegation scrap. No, well, when it was 2-0 after like 30 minutes, I started to worry for them, but oh, yeah. thankfully they got the well, not equaliser, they got their headed, the headed goal late in the first half, so it made the second half a very close tie. But yeah, mm-hmm. Villa definitely didn't lay down for the obviously the more superior City side and gave a very good account for yeah. themselves. Should be proud. And John Stones just being classical John Stones at the minute. Yeah, can't stand up. <laughs> The way that he falls, he genuinely looks like he's hurt himself, and then he gets straight back up and runs. He's sort of like just Bambi on ice, ain't it? Like, yeah, like it's poor. it's not natural the way that he falls. It's as no. if he wanted him to score. It's as if him and Daniel Sturridge had a bet on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be brilliant. So yeah, Man City have won yet another trophy in the Pep Guardiola reign. Yeah, man, no surprise. But the biggest, the biggest and best. Well, no, nah, I don't know. Let's not. Let's not say best. I know best on a ban- banter best. level is best. Best. <laughs> Liverpool. Best. Versus Watford at Vicarage Road. Finished three nil. Watford. What on earth was going on? Uh, Watford turned up. Liverpool did not turn up. No player of them. Even look wet, look, played half decent in this match. They were poor. It was weird. Lovren was worse than normal. Not saying something. Oh it. my god, Lovren was a his positioning. He got absolutely done awful. in by Troy Deeney had him all match. Lovren was, bullied him. Lovren bullied tried him. to, but yeah, Lovren tried to use the strength game against Troy Deeney, who's twice the size of him, just in <laughs> sheer muscle, and showed the world's right. best defender. And he's absolutely tripe, which we all know. It it was it was weird because Watford had obviously set up and and trained for this, expecting that top notch Liverpool side, yeah, thinking man. they're going to proper come for us. We're going to have to do this. We're going to have to do this. We're going to have to first this ball, first that ball. And because they'd trained to that high Liverpool standard, and Liverpool, this Liverpool turned up. It was an easy match for them. Easy, yeah. Watford dominant. Well, Liverpool did have more possession, but did absolutely nout with it. Watford had more shots and everything, all the important the, stats, Watford had more of. The only shot that sticks in my head is Lana's that hit the post, post for Liverpool. Yep. That is it. Other than that, it was all Watford. Will Hughes' little back heel. Oh, down the line, yeah. Around Van Dyke. Then Ishmael Saar just <sighs> put him to the sword twice, didn't they? 
Watford were immense, and like we just said about Villa in Cup final, these are not a side that should be in a relegation scrap. Well, not playing like this. Obviously, the table doesn't lie, but playing like this should be nowhere near it. Not a chance. Like, if they can pull out a game like this, beat Liverpool like this. Thank you. They need to keep this going, like, big time. But I'm glad that Arsenal fans have finally got a trophy this season, being able to (laughs) celebrate this one. Um, Liverpool getting all ready to get their little golden trophy. But ah, Send it back, boys. Get it melted back down. (laughs) They're not having that anymore, have they? They never saw that coming. Nice. Uh, that is definitely thanks. the title for this episode. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. Uh, <laughs> oh, but Troy Deeney getting his first goal against Liverpool. Good finish as well. Well, yeah, obviously, players were all over the spot there. He just had to hit it hit it on target and it was going in and he did that. And yeah, Troy Deeney bossed it for Watford. Like, yeah. One of the best games whenever, of his career. Whenever Deeney has a game like that and Especially considering it was nil nil at half time, Del Lafayette went off injured. Yeah. I sort of thought, oh. uh, like they've started really well, but that's going to knock them. And then they came out second half exactly the same. And it just kept going and going and going. And then obviously 3 0. But yeah. Thank you, Watford. Thank you indeed. Thank you. Um, are we going to see another Aguero moment? <laughs> Imagine all the wheels have just completely fell oh off Liverpool now. Jordan is <laughs> hey, injured. Mate, that's that's it. our bet. Quit on, quit on City to win the title. <laughs> Which City? Leicester. <laughs> I'd probably still go, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, moving away anyway. Even though I don't really want to, because that game is just. It's just Sorry, nasty. Liverpool. Boot on. <laughs> um. Spurs versus Wolves, yeah, probably one of the bigger ones as well over the weekend because there's that battle for Champions League, Europa League, just all that mix that's all going on in that little pack. Yeah, uh, Wolves coming out three two winners, big result for Wolves, massive result. Champions League, massive. Um, Wolves just continually showing how good they've been this season to obviously pushing for it on domestic level and also international level in the Euro Europa League. I. Like, Oh, obviously, if you go for team of the season, you're probably going to automatically say Liverpool. But for what Wolves have done, obviously, their first time in Europe in the God knows how long, and they've been yeah smashing it in that competition, smashing it in this competition as well. Like, I'd love for Wolves to get one of the Champions League spots, either through like, Europa League or to get fifth. How like, how it used to be? It. Like Wolves obviously came up. Like last season was Wolves' first season. Yes, they came up and obviously secured European football, as we all obviously know. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people are saying they're going to struggle because of the squad depth, etc., yeah. and this and that, and they're not experienced enough. It used to be like going back ten years or so, a team would come up, they'd survive relegation, they'd then have a bit of a relegation scrap second season and struggle, mm. and then they'd start to build on that, and they'll start to sort of creep up the table season by season. If they were to and then edge yeah. the way into Europa League. Yeah, yeah. Whereas now, you get promoted, and you could literally go for it. Like there's no, there's no limits anymore. That from arguably now fifth down, that's anyone's. Yeah, it is. Like I feel like this whole breaking into big six thing, the big six are broken. <laughs> like well, at the, the moment, big six yeah. are all over. 
Man United are far too inconsistent. Arsenal are far too inconsistent. Chelsea are far too inconsistent. Even Tottenham now seem to be quite very inconsistent. And you've got teams like, obviously, yourself, Sheffield United. You've got Wolves. You've got um, Everton pushing it. And obviously, Leicester smashed out as well. well. Including Leicester. They're they're not even considered like the big four or top six team. But they're doing what they want. Yeah, like it's 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 mad how it's it's changed so quickly as well, like it's crazy. Yeah, man. Um, but to the game itself, anyway, Bergvine seems to have settled in nicely at Spurs, considering all this commotion they've got going on, etc. Um, he's just getting about his business. He's getting a couple of goals. And he looks decent. Well, yeah, obviously good signing from PSV, youngish lads, broken to the, the the Dutch national team as well. He's a really good player and. Seems to be working for this Tottenham team. Obviously, second goal so far in the league for them. So, yeah. yeah. For without, them. without Son and Kane as well, he could be quite vital for them yeah. in coming weeks. So, um, I was, as I was uh, watching the game, I was literally typing out um, Spurs' finishing is just woeful. Deli Alley in that central role. Yeah. It's just, it, there's no mix. There's, there's not much, like, it just weren't working. Then Serge Aurier goes and slots in that like lovely finished effort into a corner, and I was just like, right, I'll just grab that then and just talk about that goal. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad he's got some use in his Tottenham side because he can't defend for Toffee. Yes. But um, yeah, that really well true. taken goal, cutting from the right hand side and slightly with his weaker left foot and left to mm. Rui Patricio with zero chance. Who's well taken finish. Speaking of defending, just yeah. quickly as well, whilst we're like on Spurs topic, uh, how do you feel Eric Dyer did in that central defensive role? Yeah. And did they still still concede three goals, mate? They did, they did, but I th- I don't know. I, it looked all right to me. Well, when he was a kid at uh, was it Sporting Lisbon, he came through. Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Started his career there. He was more did play more as defending as a defender than obviously he's, he progressed forward. Yeah, it's his preferred role as a defender, yeah. isn't it? So, but I, I like the look of him there, but it, you've got Alderweire, Elden Vertonghen on bench. I mean, Yeah, but I think they're now on decline. I think I think Spurs yeah. are going to have a complete re- reset in this uh, summer window. Complete reset. Mourinho just needs to be able to say, right, gone, 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 gone. Yeah. In, 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 in. And Pretty just much. make it his own. That's what will happen. Indeed. Uh, Yotta. Yotta's goal was amazing, but mainly thanks to Traore, who completely gets body checked by Tanganga and manages to stay up and keep going. Just shows how much of a mountain that man is. He's up his hench, man. He's like Bayo of the <laughs> Premier League. He's <laughs> ridiculous. Proper beast like, mode. He's class. He's so good. Like, He's, he's got the perfect balance of everything because he's quite tall as well. Yeah, like, the, he's, not, he's a, light, not a small guy. Lightning quick, absolute hench. Like, that guy could run through walls, literally. He's a he FIFA dream. That's what he is. Oh, yeah, for the pace the pace boys out there who want to yeah. play with pace. Pace, top. strength, height, everything. Him, Vardy, right. and Bang Yang. That's your front three, oh. as you would. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, but yes, Traore is an absolute machine. <clears throat> but Jimenez is the one that scored the lovely goal. Yeah. The goal that I liked the most out of the game. That lovely little dummy on Tanganga, sending him to the shop for a Snickers, and then that crisp finish to follow. 
yeah, extremely well taken goal. And Jimenez has been one of the form strikers in the league alongside Jota, to be fair. And it's yeah, it's just I just can't seem to praise this Wolves team enough at the moment. They're doing really good things. Doherty as well had a really good game. Obviously, got on the score sheet as well. Got the first goal for Wolves, and yeah, they're brilliant. I just hope that Wolves don't end up losing Espirito Santo and it all goes south. That's my only concern with this Wolves game. If if, if it really is that heavily reliant on his tactics and managerial skills and it'll just go all flat if he ends up getting scalped by a bigger team, which they must be looking at him. There should should be a lot of big teams looking at him and a lot of managers looking over the shoulder. Yeah. Uh, Everton-Manchester United finish one all. Calvert-Lewin just cannot stop scoring. Even De Gea struggled. Yeah, what was De Gea doing here? <laughs> I've got no idea. Right, the, the, the points I've heard about this is every goalkeeper does this, right? And every goalkeeper is a split second quicker than what De Gea is here. And if De Gea is that split second quicker, everyone just thinks it's the norm. Mm. But... Also, the other side to it is not many strikers close down in them situations these days. And Calvert-Lewin no. did. Yeah, well, Calvert-Lewin did the old school way of just not giving up on it. And I like yeah, it when strikers down. charge down keepers on kicks. At the yeah. end of the day, you're charge either going to get what Calvert-Lewin just did or he's going to slice it because he's under pressure yeah. and it'll end up might go to your team anyways. That's what I love about Sheffield United, you know. My, my main thing that I love the most is we always run after the ball. We might look like six-year-olds playing football at one stage yep. in a match, but we literally chase that ball down. You have literally four seconds to decide where you're playing that pass. If you don't, you're done. That's I like that kind of football, that like intense sort of, I'm coming for you, you've you've not got a split second to decide what you're doing sort of thing. Yeah, that is great. what we need. Yeah. Carver-Lewin did that. Which is great. Yeah. Uh, but David De Gea now has seven errors since August 2018 that led to goals. World class goalkeeper. Um, he's declined yeah, a lot. I'd still say he's world class, to be honest. He's, I don't think Man United are going to be in a hunt for a new goalkeeper anytime soon. I still think they'll stick with him. Well, but the, the thing is with a goalkeeper, if you do, if you do seem to tend to make an error, you get punished for it because obviously you're the last line of defence. If you mess oh, up, yeah. it's going to be a goal. Yeah. And obviously, like, with United's defence, how bad it's been, he's not getting as much protection, so he's probably is more prone to stuff like this and errors here and there. So, the the thing that's annoying is obviously like they highlighted on match of the day and things like that. He makes this error, but then saving the awkward things is brilliant. At. It's top draw in that sense. He's probably same one of the as best Pickford. Drop shot stoppers there is. Yeah. yeah, Pickford, exact same. Bruno Fernandez's goal, mm. like brilliant yeah. um, from Fernandez to place it where he does. But Pickford's there; he could have saved it quite easily. Like you'd expect more from him. Yeah, and you then, would expect Pickford to do something with this, but no, it's slightly yeah. from range. And then a little bit later on in the match, he's making that extraordinary double save that he makes, where he palms it up and then comes across the other side of goal and saves yeah. it with his leg. Like it's it's weird. Like keepers these days are rubbish at the easy stuff, but brilliant at the extravagant things. Well, they're more trained to be footballers rather than goalkeepers now, aren't they? And it's like yeah, you f- you start forgetting about the fundamentals of having your body behind the ball, like covering your knee a post, just bits and pieces like that, like obvious stuff, which yeah, becoming less important, but you can still be punished for. 
Indeed. Uh, just a quick mention on Bruno Fernandes. Mm-hmm. He started life in Manchester brilliantly. Like we said it a couple of weeks back, but we're still we're still waiting on a few more games for him. Um, what a lovely goal! Yeah, like we said, Pickford maybe could have done a bit better. Um, <laughs> but he's had an influence in that team, big influence. Yeah, he's catalyst of that team at the moment. He's he's dragging everyone with him. He like. Yeah. Assists, goals, like he's pretty much continuing his form that he had at Sport in Lisbon. Like, yeah, like it, it's literally absolutely. as if he's not changed, nothing's yeah. changed for him. He's just gone slotted straight in, Obviously, playing the exact same role. Taken both of his penalties well so far, had no issues with them. Yep. And yeah, he's absolutely star signed for them. And if United can get a couple more players next season, yeah, it could be a completely different side, honestly. Yeah, get people complimenting him. Bruno's massive to go for this team. Strengthen behind him. I think in front rooms all right. I don't think. I still think they need another striker. When Rashford's fit, so I have Rashford and Greenwood and Martial, and I see them as all very similar strikers. I think they need something a bit different, like a Lukaku or an Ingalo. Oh dear! Uh, moving away anyway. Um, VAR, the late, the late winner. So this is the controversial thing. So yes. VAR obviously ruled out the late winner and second goal for Calvert Lewin for offside on Sigurdsson. What do you see in this? Um, from some angles, it looks like it is interfering with play because it's in front of De Gea, but at other times, you can see De Gea has a clean look at it to start with, but the ball is close to him. It's I, the argument's left, right, centre for this, mate. I'm, I'm so going to say I think it should have stood, and I'm going to stick to it. Okay. And this is why, because Sigurdsson is sat on the floor, which I don't know why. He stays there for an obscene amount of time. I don't understand why he stays there. Yeah. Not a clue, but that that is what it is. De Gea stood up. <laughs> so he's not impeding his vision whatsoever. Mm. It's not like he stood in front of him blocking his sight. Exactly. And when Lewin takes the shot, when Calvert-Lewin obviously strikes it, De Gea goes to dive to his right. He's, he's shuffling over to his right because yeah. that's where the shot's heading and it deflects off Maguire to which he then comes across to his left but can't quite get there. Yeah. And Sigurdsson just moves his legs out of the way. I don't, I don't see how that's impeded the geek, the keeper at all. The keeper's been done by the deflection from Maguire, not yeah. anything that Sigurdsson's done. So I think it should have stood. Fair enough. And I'm just going to stick with that. Yeah, go for it. Probably wrong in many people's opinions, but it's one that split people. So I was interested to see your yeah. thoughts. As well. That's fine, mate. Um, Ancelotti got a red card though for his antics after game with ref, didn't he? Yeah, he was a bit. He was a bit annoyed. Just a little bit, but they're going to stand for Bridge next, and he, according to him, the stands are quite close to the uh, to the dugout, so it'll be all right. <laughs> he'll be fine. Uh, oh, I, I, I expect Everton to do, get some from that match, even if he's not on the current season. Chelsea form. Definitely. Yeah, I think Carlo could get some from the current Chelsea side. So, <laughs> one at the weekend. Thank you. There we go. Get get you. Get your points in the board. Where are you now? Like 16th? Mm, still about 20th, but you know. <laughs> um, West Ham, Southampton. There were more protests from West Ham over club ownership. 
This happens once a season, so it's nothing new and nothing changes. So pointless talking about it, to be honest, isn't it? Same old. Same old. Uh, serious importance on the actual game itself, though. Obviously, West Ham winning 3-1, and it was a massive three points because they've got some really tough games coming up. Yes, they took the momentum from the Liverpool game straight into this match. And, yeah. yeah, they did. And they, they did really well. They were really good. Honestly, really yeah. good. Right, Southampton got level, and I sort of thought, maybe Southampton could just nick this away from them, but they kept going. Jared Bowen with his first goal as well. Took it well. Did indeed, did indeed take it well. Uh, Norwich Leicester was a bit of a surprise as well because <laughs> Friday night you sort of think Norwich Leicester, come on Leicester, you got this. There's no issues. But Norwich come out one 0 winners. Jamal Lewis with a good goal. Outside his left foot and he swung it into the bottom corner. It's a really nice, yeah. well taken finish by the young it left was. back. So you got you can't fault the goal that went in, but. I mean, Ian Acho got one, didn't he? And then that got ruled off for the handball. Mm-hmm. Um, so, But yeah, massive three points for Norwich. It ties up that bottom end of the table. Yeah, um, some big wins down there. Like Obviously, West Ham needed that win. Norwich definitely needed yep. that win. Bournemouth were able to mm-hmm. get a point as well. Some of the yep. teams have dropped probably a bit closer now from getting right defeated. Then. Yeah, exactly what I was getting at. Newcastle, uh, Newcastle getting are just being... Yeah. Poor. They can't buy a goal, let alone a win at the Get moment. On so, them, sure. yeah, terrible, isn't it? Uh, but seems how like you brought them up. Let's talk about them. Them three, uh, three teams. So Bournemouth, Chelsea. We'll start with two, two. Bournemouth always turn up against Chelsea, though. It's like a, um, I don't know. It's something in their blood. They've always had a good game against Chelsea. Yeah, Bournemouth did well in this fashion. They were unlucky to draw. They'll be quite annoyed yeah. probably that they didn't actually get the win. Like Alonso did get both goals for Chelsea, and he has been doing all right for him recently. Yeah. Well, he's red card against Bayern, but um, he has been doing all right for him. And they were a bit spawny goals, let's say. Jam. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't traditional Alonso goals. They weren't. Yeah, they weren't like they a volley from edge of box. No. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. there in the right um, place was able to to get just get it over the line. Yeah, they were like. Um, Jermaine Defoe type goals, weren't they? Just sort of like a poacher's finish, yeah. like bounce off keeper and knock it in sort of thing. Like, But yeah, Chelsea got really lucky in this and Bournemouth were Agreed. quite unlucky. So, good point for them though. They'll be good they didn't get three, but it's still a point. Anyway. They probably would have taken the point before the game, so they'll be happy on that yeah. sense. But on the other hand, yeah. they could have won this Given game. recent form as well, yeah. definitely taken that point. Uh, but Brighton Palace, Brighton are just continuing to free fall down that table whilst Palace are climbing away. Big three points for Palace. There. Started a little season well under Potter, taking over and just, yeah. Don't know what's happening to them. The rails definitely come off the tracks. Do you know what? I I honestly think we genuinely have a curse. Like, I'm, it, I've just got no idea what's going on. Better the weeks always fail. <laughs> well, only um, just this week. All right, only just this week, but still it failed. Um, we started off the season, well, before the season started, say Brighton and Newcastle were doomed to fail from the get-go. That was like, that we were both adamant on that. Yeah. Because um, we felt like they were backwards appointments. And they started all right. They did, like by Christmas, we were praising them both. Yeah, man. Saying that they've both done really well. 
And since the turn of the year, since we praised them, back to normal. <laughs> normal service yeah. resumed. So I think maybe Liverpool have had the best season. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's um, I was trying to obviously curse Liverpool then, but I don't think that's going to work now. I think even if they were cursed now, mate, they'll still win the title. So (laughs) far ahead, they'd have to get Um... a point deduction. (laughs) Um, A question for you is though: Okay, um, is this possibly the the strongest relegation battle? Or weakest? Depends which way you look at it. That many that many teams involved in it, and they're not people getting away. No, I mean, I mean, is it? Oh yeah, yeah. I see, I see what you mean. Yeah, like the the. the it's a good one. It's that... a good one for yeah. the, the neutral. Yes, not for the teams yeah, involved, right. but it's good for us fans that aren't involved in a relegation battle to watch. Yes, it is. Because it could be. Like, I'm so I'm so glad that this is something that's still going on because obviously the league's pretty much wrapped up now. Yes. Um. Unless obviously the wheels have completely gone and they can't win a game anymore, like we, mm. oh. <laughs> it's open, but hey, oh, um, they've all got I'm, ten I'm, games left. And Norwich are six points. Well, Villa, Villa's got eleven left. Yeah, they've got a game in hand. Norwich just need two wins. Well, they need two wins just to catch up technically. But from Villa upwards, I think Norwich will be done. I think Norwich got too much to yeah. do now. But from Villa yeah. upwards to about. Newcastle in 14th, maybe? I'd even stretch it to Southampton in 13th. Then you've got Palace two points ahead of them. It it could be... Without sounding stupid, it could be anyone in the bottom half of the table, really. If results go a certain way, it could be anyone in that bottom half that goes down. Obviously, I don't see Everton going down, but hey, if they went on a losing streak right now, they could still go down, technically. That's it. You never know. You never know, and... Like Newcastle, like we were just mentioning before, um, nil-nil draw against Burnley. Fair enough, Burnley away from home, so you can't really fault Burnley's performance. I mean, they did all right, and Newcastle digging deep. That's what they've done recently, yeah. and it's worked for them. Um, it's the other end of the pitch where it's not working. No goal in four league games now for Newcastle. And I had a look, because I was sort of like, I swear they've not scored in a really long time. They've scored four goals in 2020. <laughs> Record like winter March value for money. Full. I must point out league goals. Sorry, because they did obviously play like Oxford and etc. Where they have scored, but yeah. league is where it matters the most. Forget the cup when you're in a battle like this. League yeah. is important. Takes priority. Four goals is not good enough. They, they should be going down on current form. Yeah, hundred percent. And teams like Villa. For me, should be scrapping staying the up. fighting for it. Like there's actually yep. desire. They might be getting beat, but the trying new Newcastle team yep. don't seem to be doing much at all at the moment. Like for me, Newcastle will defend to the heart's content and keep defending and defending and defending. But once one goals, one goal goes in, you're done. I feel like that's it. Yeah. That's that's the game. And they're like, damn it, we've lost. They could go the season yeah. losing one nil every game. Like yeah, the way they Villa went. Ball. Villa went 2-0 down to current Premier League champions like, and still went in for it and did not give up. Yeah. Bournemouth, like losing against Chelsea, turned it around 2-1. Fair enough, couldn't see how the win, but they did it. Yeah, man. Uh, Norwich beating Leicester. Like, you know what I mean? Like Watford beating Liverpool. 
Like <laughs> wins all across the board and fighting spirits all across the board, and then you got teams like Newcastle who can't score a goal and Brighton who just form has plummeted. Yeah, like it's bad. It's bad, and one for me, one of them two's got to go down on current form. This, this Brighton should, or Newcastle. Yeah, this should have like, form. Yeah. But that's all the Premier League games, so we've got some results to go through now. Mm-hmm. Should I stay or should I go? Um, not football results, poll results. So, last week, we put forward two players to go into our England squad. Well, one of them goes in. You vote on who goes in. Mm. Um, one of them being Calvert-Lewin. And one of them being uh, Bayaku Saka. I think that's right. Is it Bayak- Bayaku? Or Bukayu? Yeah, why Bukayu? not? You don't normally get them right, but I'll let you have that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Calvert-Lewin is in. Calvert-Lewin has won the vote. You can see why, to be fair. He's fought for his stri- Yeah, his goals he's scoring at the moment. He's proven us wrong, lads. He's proven Big- us wrong. <laughs> this is what I mean about the curse, Matt. We slate people. This score. Well, <laughs> it happened earlier in the season a- with Chris Wood. <laughs> Carl Lewin used to be a blade. He should be rubbish, he but now he's actually indeed. turning round. Like, and for me to say I don't like him, that, that's saying something because. Uh, I do like him now. The the, the goals that he gets now, he's, he's really proved himself. But whether he can keep this up or is he just having his like, gold patch and he's just going to go back yeah. to normal or has he actually now, under Ancelotti's guidance and stewardship, he's put himself on the next level and he's going to stick at it. If he sticks at this, yeah. yes, get him in that England squad. Get him 100%. 100% whether he can stick and, to uh, it. Southgate was obviously watching, so... Yeah. He'll be in the next squad. I'll be surprised if he's not on current form. Him and Ings. Is there internationals be... this month? In March? End of March. Tends to be. Yeah. So, there we go. Hopefully we'll see him in that. Uh, but he's in our Euro 2020 squad anyway. So, let's just see if he stays there at the end of the season. And uh, finally, before we disappear, we need to do a bet of the week. And last week's bet, Matt, we were so goddamn close. We put a banker on and then two sort of, ooh. And the two sort of, ooh, ended up coming through. Well, it was four teams, mate. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. It was three teams. Ignore that. But, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, two harder ones came in and I said it was let us down. That's so, to be fair, if, we, we, placed, if we placed the double on, it wouldn't be much different odds. True. Less yeah, than that heavy favourite. Very true. So, we had a Wolves win to beat Spurs. So, it up. It could have gone either way that game, depending on what Spurs side showed up. Yeah. Um. So we thought that were a bit of a, a an awkwardish one, and then we had United Everton to draw again. It decided depended which sides each team turned up really, um, because Everton pasted Man United four 0 last time out, didn't they? Old yeah. Trafford. So it could that could have gone out the window, but yeah, one all draw, and then we had Leicester on to win. And Norwich beat <laughs> the banker. Let us down. <laughs> yeah. Ah, so, what we've got coming up this week for a bit, um, Matt? We've got look. Chelsea Liverpool FA Cup. Um, oh, good one. What about Rooney to score against Man United? Yes. Derby County. Yes. Rooney goal. Anytime. Or Derby win. No. 
Rooney goal. Gotta have the Rooney goal in there. All right, anytime Rooney goal. Let's just do it. Why not? <laughs> Seven to two. Seven to two. So that's three point five. So it'll return four pound fifty, which it does. It's it's not it's not his worst bet. No, so far. that's I mean, it. Rooney to score yeah. past United game for that. Yeah. Well, as an episode was called a few weeks back, Rooney return is on. Mm. Um, but yeah, that is everything from us. Um, who am no. I? Oh, oh God, yeah. I'm glad you're here sometimes. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, so your three players, Matt. Should we need them again? or? Uh, I'll, I'll say them again for listener benefit. Okay. So it was Ender Stevens from Sheffield United, of course. Grant Hanley. And the goalkeeping legend, Paul Robinson, not the fullback. Do you think I've got it? Or do you think I've not got it? What do you think? I think you've got it. Shane Duffy. It is indeed Shane Duffy. God damn it! Hanley and, Robinson, Hanley and Robinson were Blackburn together. Ender Stevens is Irish. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, damn it. I was going to put um, Callum Robinson in there instead of Ender Stevens, but it didn't really make a difference because then there'd have been two Robinsons. Yeah. And you'd have been like, whoa. <laughs> I should have found a third Robinson. Yeah. And just gone, All the last just called, it, just called it Meet the Robinsons. <laughs> That would have been quite funny. Um, who are my three players again? Uh, Charlie Adam, Cesar Azpilicueta and Alessio Romangali. I'm not going to lie to you. I got this almost instantly. Good. Begovic. It is. Thank God. Good right, man. so that means you're on six. I'm on five. And listeners are on five and could potentially still be on five come next week because... Remedel Falcao, Pierre Emile Hoiberg, and Wojciech Szczesny. That is a tough one. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm. <laughs> it's very tough. If only they knew um, the answer was, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I might put beep in there. <laughs> what I might do is I might say a player's name <laughs> in, in edit, Yeah. put it in there, and beep like the middle. No. Say someone like... Um, no, because that, that then will lead the completely <laughs> wrong... Don't do that. Jack Colback. <laughs> no, so it's Jack Back. <laughs> that would be great. Um, anyway, if you would like to enter the Who Am I and think you know the right answer, you can do so by finding the pages on either Facebook or Twitter by searching for... At Footy Foundry. Footy Foundry. There we go. Obviously, look for the post, comment on the post, they think the answer. If you don't want to give the answer away and you think you're the other one that's got it right, drop us a message, either or. Yeah, either man. personal accounts or on the the uh, Football Foundry accounts, whichever you prefer. Um, we do also have a website as well, Matt. Tell them the website. Uh, footballfoundry.com. You can go over there and check out recent episodes, everything like that. Um, and one thing as well that you can do if you did really want to do it, but actually, here we go. What? If you listen through Anchor, the app, to the podcast, and you're listening right now through Anchor, um, there's an option on there where you can record a message and send it to us. Okay. If you send us the correct Who Am I answer via Anchor recorded message, you get double points. Not to the actual listener score, just to your own personal score. But you'll get double ah, points. Okay, I like that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. And we'll play it on show because that's that's what Anchor do. Yeah. Because Anchor are great. 
not sponsored by them, but we're the great. <laughs> um, speaking of sponsors and partnerships, etc., our partners are the Beautiful Game Network. You can find them on Twitter by searching for at BGNFM. And finally, a huge thank you to our sponsors, Roughneck Scarves. They are the official scarf supplier of the MLS USL and US Soccer. You can get yourself a custom-made scarf for your team at roughneckscarves.com. And we are done. So we will be back with you all next week. Good luck to anyone that does get the answer right. And send in a voice message thingy, because that will be quite fun. Get yourself double point. It doesn't even have to be the right answer. Just say Whoa. Send us a message saying well, they get Jack po- Colbeck. They get points if it's wrong, even though it's through Anchor. No, oh, you won't get double points for that. Gosh. If it's correct, you'll get double points. <laughs> if it's not, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so do you want to say tally home at? Tally home at. <laughs> Change up a bit for you. Uh, thank you very much for listening, everyone. And we'll be with you again next week. Thank you.